Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Welcome everyone to Geraldine Tegelove Live. Yes, I'm Geraldine and I'm really excited to be here with you again. This is our second week in discussing coping with change. (laughs) This is such an enormous topic and one we are really all needing to face at this time in the history of our planet and for each of us as individuals. And oh my goodness, you can feel it in the air and all around you everywhere at the moment. Or is that just me? (laughs) I really don't think so. Well, not according to the number of people who tell me of their concerns about uh, not coping with things that seem to be appearing out of left field and things that which have them trying to figure out how to go about getting through the change Uh, or the changes that are showing up in their lives. Uh, These changes can be physical things such as uh, moving house, changing jobs, um, illnesses, relationship challenges, and a million more. But they can also be deeper changes such as having that ongoing feeling of the need to change occupations or doing things that you love rather than simply or something that simply provides you with an income, Uh, or a calling from within to discover your truth, which seems to come from a place of deep wisdom and experience. Yes, this is definitely a huge time of change spiritually as well as physically, a time when the The ancient wisdom seems to surge up from the depths of your soul. It's as as if we just cannot wait a minute longer and must, right now, be embraced and heard. The problem for many of us at this particular point in time is that so many of these changes are all happening at once, yeah. Whereas, you know, once upon a time, We did well at simply coping with one of these experiences, let alone three or four at the same time. And I think that's what's really happening at the moment. And it's pretty hard to get our heads around. So last week, we looked at change from a global perspective. But this week, I would like to take a closer look at how we can handle change from a more uh, individual perspective. By putting into action a few simple ideas, you will be able to jump headlong into change, shouting, bring it on. (laughs) Well, hopefully we will. Now, that could be a very interesting sight, couldn't it? Yes. (laughs) But we do want to get to the stage where change is no longer something we fear, uh, 
But as I explained last week, something we can adapt to and really see as an exciting challenge that opens new doors to a world that is filled with a far more peaceful and joy-filled way of living. And I think we could all do with that at the moment. We certainly could. So for today, I thought I would offer a few ideas and practical steps here to assist your coping with change. Mm, I really needed to think about this because I need to, you know, really do a few of these things myself because I'd forgotten about them. So today I'll be covering why does change occur, uh, how often can we expect change, And then I'd like to have a look at how do we recognize the need for change, which is a big one. And how do we choose this change or is it chosen for us? And then, of course, the all-important question, how do we thrive in the midst of great change? And that one's a huge one. So hopefully today... I'll be able to share with you just a few things or a few practical steps that I've taken myself that have worked really well in coping with the changes that are happening. But let's begin with our reading, yeah. (laughs) And today, as I did last week, I've chosen the cards from my brand new Alchemy for Now transformational cards because I think we're all going through incredible transformation at the moment. And you'll find a picture of these cards on my show page. And if you click on that, they'll kind of take you to a page on my website where you can see lots of pickies and get lots of information about these cards. Um, They're really all about the art of transformation. So if you'd like to, you can whiz over to my website at www.geraldinetegelov and you spell tegelov, T-E-G-G-E-L-O-V-E dot com. Or you can come here to toginet.com and click on Geraldine Tegelov Live and uh, you'll find these cards in both places. Okay, so let's get on with the reading, Geraldine. We want to know what's in for us for the next week. The first card that came out was the card of gold. Discovering inner gold is the message. Now, I have to explain that turning base metal into gold was the alchemist's goal. The alchemist understood that achieving this dream meant undergoing the rigors of spiritual transformation. Forming that golden light within and then sharing the process of transformation with others. Interesting to note that once the making of the gold was achieved, the alchemist had also discovered the worth and worthlessness of the end result, and many chose to keep the innermost secrets of the process hidden from those who would not use it wisely. Some ancient alchemists created a liquid gold, which was believed to be the elixir of life, and able to bring back youthful characteristics in those who drank this magical liquid. Okay, so what does this card mean for you today and over the next week? Well, you are being given a very clear message that it is time for you to discover the gold that shines within you, your very own elixir of life. 
it is a time for you not to just visualize your dream, but to actually step into it and begin to live it in as many ways as you can. Now, this takes enormous courage, belief, and trust. The alchemy found within the combination of these three elements will definitely grow your powers of manifestation and have you dancing within the golden light of your dreams. This sounds good. A little word of advice, though. Use your golden powers wisely. Always check the worth and worthlessness of your dreams, making sure that the end result is what you truly desire and is in the best interests of all concerned. Mm-hmm. Great first reading. Okay, so get to everyone. Start thinking about those dreams and goals and start really defining your inner gold. Now, the second card that came out today was an interesting one, meditation, connecting to the flow. And I first looked at this one and thought, hmm, I wonder why this one has popped out. But anyway... So, a a little background first. It was not only the rose garden that the alchemists used to symbolize meditation, but also the retort, which was an enclosed vessel used to distill solutions. This was a practice that all alchemists took very seriously, and a time of quite quiet contemplation or meditation was part of their daily routine. During this time, they would often meditate on images of the processes being worked on in the laboratory. The alchemists knew only too well that these processes had to be undertaken within their own personal lives as well. Meditation was their key to opening up a greater understanding of first matter, which, of course, is uh, all about universal energy, And the one mind, which is that uh, beautiful creator energy, and how to combine this with the practical earthly work they were undertaking to create the Philosopher's Stone. So what does this all mean for you in your life? Well, to become the powerful alchemist that you are means finding time each day to meditate, okay? If you're now saying to yourself, "Uh, but I can't meditate because I, I just can't stand still, then it's time for you to understand that meditation can be done in so many different ways. One very easy way is to find a quiet space to sit, release any tension within your body and take this image in your hand and simply focus on its symbol. Now, by doing this, you are connecting your mind with the one mind of the universe and allowing its beautiful energy to flow in and through you to create your dreams and desires. You are an amazing builder of dreams. Okay, so two Two really fabulous readings for us for today to get our show off and away. And I think you'll find, and it always amazes me, that both of these readings will uh, make more sense as we go through today's show. 
because I choose the cards really first and then, you know, I go about preparing for the show. And uh, it just, yeah, it just kind of amazes me every time that the cards are just perfect for what we're going to be discussing today. We're going to break now, though, and uh, I don't want to get into anything right now, but straight after the break, guess what? I have got some fabulous practical ideas for you to follow so that you can be amazing at coping with all the change. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Teglov will return after this short break. It's Any emergency room nurse will tell you they receive some weird and wild calls. I used to be the night ER nurse at Hennepin County General Hospital in Minneapolis and remember getting a call from someone who was worried about if it mattered or not if their belly button was an innie or an outie. It doesn't matter, but if you're an outie, you are definitely the minority. Still, that's good news because you don't have to worry about a little problem that people with innies have. Pledge it. That's another word for belly button lint. Researchers say the color of the pledget in your belly button is related to the clothing you wear, just like the lint that collects in your clothes dryer. A friend of mine from the Philippines says they call it a chikachu. What do you call a person who's obsessed with their belly button? An amphalopsikite. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Biceps muscles are a characteristic part of the upper arm, and when they are strengthened, they become defined, hard, and strong. The Latin phrase for biceps muscle means two-headed muscle of the arm. The biceps crosses both the shoulder and elbow joints. Both heads arise on the scapula and join to form a single muscle belly, which is attached to the upper forearm. Because we use biceps muscles a lot in everyday use, they are usually one of the strongest muscles of your arm. Lifting weights and resistance exercises are the best ways to build the muscle, and there are a variety of biceps curls to choose from. You can do dumbbell curls, hammer curls, 21s, preacher curls, concentration curls, barbell curls, incline dumbbell curls, cable curls, and more. Be sure to include bicep curls in some form in your weightlifting routine for chiseled arms. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Woohoo! Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live, and today we are delving into how to cope with change. Uh, you know, that place that we sometimes would rather not go, but go we must. Life has an amazing way of moving us into change, even if we do go kicking and screaming. <laughs> I know from personal experience that if we keep trying to put it off, oh my goodness, the universe will stop trying to nicely lead us into change but give us a huge push over the edge so we are well and truly fully immersed and discovering what change is all about. Yeah, big time. <laughs> I certainly wasn't laughing at the time. 
I was doing lots of yelling and screaming, which included things like, why me and why now? And it's just not fair. You know how we carry on. Yeah. Or is it just me? I don't think so. (laughs) Yes, change is going to happen. And the very best thing we can do is to learn how to cope with it and get on with living life. Change can be extremely empowering once we have a few tools in our getting the best out of life tool belt. And that is what I would love to help you with today. But I'd like to begin by having a look at why does change occur? Uh, So to be able to add to our tool belt, there are just a number of things we must understand about this universe and about self. And it is so important to not only get this, but to also live it. You know how we're really good at hearing things and kind of knowing it and pulling it out whenever we need to, but we have to actually put it into action. And that's the tricky part. So that's what we need to really do. So first, we have to know that this is an energy-based universe. It is definitely, without, you know, no question, a creative, thinking, expanding universe. And this is all now scientific fact, which is constantly seeking expression of more more life, more beauty, more prosperity, more health, more wealth, more of everything. Simply put, this is a universe that must um, continually move forward and grow in every way possible. And it can only do this through you and me. So, you know, Yeah, this is a big deal. We have to really understand this, get our heads around it, and then embrace it, not just know it. Now, the second thing to know and understand, you are one with this universe. You are made in, um, well, you're made in its image and likeness. You are a tiny drop of universal energy. One way to get your head around this idea is to take a piece of paper and cover it with tiny black dots. These black dots represent universal energy that flows in and through everything, everywhere, all the time. Now, take a colored pencil or a texture, whatever you call it, and put one tiny colored dot anywhere on the page that's covered with all these little black dots. Remember? just one dot. Um, So this colored dot represents you within universal energy. So it gives you a great picture of, okay, this is the energy in the universe. Now add myself and I'm just another little dot of universal energy. And if I'm in there and the universe is growing and expanding, then that's exactly what I have to do too. And quite often, that happens through change. Third, as we are immersed in and part of this universal thinking substance, it's a natural urge um, to want to grow and expand and create more within us as individuals. We have to get it out of our minds that it is somehow wrong to want more of everything. 
I like to use blowing up a balloon to help people understand this particular concept. You simply take a balloon and with a a texter, that's a, we call, you know, felt pens, texters, okay, draw a small dot somewhere on the balloon, all right? Now, take the balloon and slowly blow it up and watch not only how the balloon expands, but also how the little dot that symbolizes you expands, okay? This will really help you get your head around this concept that we expand and grow as the universe expands and grow. And this takes changing some things in our lives, whether we like it or not. And the final thing to know and understand that we are, and I've kind of covered this, but I want to do it again to make sure you get it. We are creative thinking centers, and unless we are expressing this through living more abundance each and every day, we are basically dying. So now you understand why change is inevitable. It's going to happen. But once you really begin to embrace these concepts, then change, you know, it just comes. Um It becomes very, very clear that change is a natural process and that it's going to happen whether we like it or not. So we best take a deep breath and just get on with it. (laughs) Pardon me. Not only that, we'd better find some coping strategies, yes, learn them and use them to help in our coping with the changes that are happening in our own individual world. A very, very important thing to do. So I'd love to now have a little chat about um, how often we can expect change. Well, at the moment, oh my goodness, just about, you know, every day. (laughs) We can expect it on a very regular basis at the moment. And I'm not wanting to make light of this by laughing, but I have learned that being able to laugh at life And all the changes that come my way is a fabulous way of stepping into them and not letting the struggle of the changes control my life. If you were on last week's show or have listened to the podcast, you will now understand that this is a time of massive change within ourselves and for the planet. So when can we expect change? Well, a good place to start answering this question is to say that Change definitely happens in every season of our lives. For the most part, change occurs at regular intervals during our lifetime. It occurs naturally as we move from childhood to our teenage years and then, of course, on into adulthood and then into the more mature years of life. I say that nicely because I think I've moved into the more mature years of life. And yes, this is a very natural form of change. But there are also other times when change is not quite so obvious. And this often happens around the seventh year. You know, it's it's that seven-year cycle or that seven-year itch. At the end of every seven years, you'll find yourself asking questions about who you are, where you are at in life, 
and what you feel in your deeper recesses that needs to be changed. Sometimes this happens quite mm, unconsciously, but I guarantee it will have been happening. I suggest you uh, just go and think back over your life and contemplate when you have made big decisions to change things in your life. Now, big changes also often happen around the 20-year mark, and these times are simply natural change points. So, you know, 20 years, seven years, and it'd be interesting to go back, as I mentioned, and, and have a little look at when, you know, you felt change was happening in your life and how you dealt with that change. <clears throat> Pardon me. The most important thing to do is to become uh, what we call the observer of your life and the conscious creator of your life. Once you feel change happening, then it's a good idea to step out of life long enough and, and you know, step back and take a look at you long enough to get your, your head and your heart around what is going on. And if you allow yourself time to see clearly what the change is about, then, you know, you can ask yourself, now, is this simply a physical change or is this a mental change or is it a spiritual change? And now, once you have a clear picture of what is going on, then you can make a clear decision on how you're going to deal with it. Then and only then are you really ready to step back into the change and get on with it. And I know from a personal point of view, it's a great way to deal with change. When I feel things are happening around me and when I can kind of get that feeling inside that I, I'm about to go through some form of change or things are, you know, changing physically around me, I try to really step out of it. And I take up my diary or my, you know, little exercise book and I start writing down all the things that are happening. And when I have a clear picture of that, then I can really get to and start writing down how I'm going to deal with it and how I'm going to cope with it and who could help me cope with it. That's a big one too. Asking for help where I need it and um, getting that assistance. So, big, another big step. Now, oh, we're coming into break again, but after the break, I'd like to really deal a little or look a little closer at um, how do we recognize the need for change? Because sometimes we can be traveling along and be oblivious to what we need to see or hear or do or feel more to the point. So, I'm going to have a really good look at that straight after this break so you'll be able to recognize when change comes calling on you and then you'll be able to step out of it and step back into it knowing exactly what you can do. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. 
cuisines and sacred rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velasi's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Velasi is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures. To her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons, her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Sleep deprivation is not good for multiple reasons, but did you know that it could be one of the culprits that's making you gain weight? Sleep deprivation has an impact on cognitive restraint. When you are overly tired, foods that are high fat and high calorie can be even more tempting. And because you are deprived of the proper amount of sleep, you may not be able to restrain yourself like you would if you were rested. According to Columbia University researchers, sleep deprivation can lead to more calories consumed. They found that women who only got four hours of sleep the night before ate 329 more calories in a nine-hour period compared to those who weren't sleep-deprived. And men ate 263 more calories when sleep-deprived. So get the proper amount of sleep and keep your calorie consumption down. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, welcome back. You are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live. And if you have just joined us, uh, this is the second in a series of just two little shows with a great big message. <laughs> and I'm sharing um, just lots and lots of ideas on how to cope with change in our lives. Yes, I know many people find this very difficult thing to do. But I'm hoping that uh, what I shared with you last week and what I'm sharing with you today is going to have you uh, leaping into change, as I said, uh, and wanting to just get on with it and do it. Uh, Yes. Okay. (laughs) It sounds all too good to be true, doesn't it? But I promise you it works. Now, if you'd like to listen to today's, you know, complete show and lots of others, then you can download them from for free uh, from iTunes. All you have to do is go to iTunes, look under podcasts, and uh, search for Geraldine Tegelov Live. Or you can come here to Toginet and listen and download from my show page. 
Um, you'll also find them on my website site at geraldinetegelove.com. So lots of places where you can tune in and have a listen. Now, just before the break, I said we would have a look at how we recognize the need for change in our lives. Because as I mentioned, you know, sometimes we can get so caught up in living life and doing that we kind of miss the signs that it's time to, you know, step out and have a look at your life and see where changes might need to occur. So there are quite a number of signs that will appear in our lives that help us uh, recognize this need for change. And, you know, some of them just might ring a bell for you at the moment. And if they do, great. If they don't, just, you know, you'll have them ready to go anyway. So the first one that I find is a lot of people say to me, they're just unhappy with life. They're experiencing lots of emotional lows and they're never really able to lift themselves into a far more balanced or happy state of being. So this is a big one. And, you know, when you say, you know, well, why, why are you not happy? They, they can't really explain it. They just say, well, I just don't feel myself. I just don't feel quite right. That's a big sign. Yeah. Have a look, step out, take a look. The other one, uh, some people expresses it, express it, I should say, like they're feeling uh, like they're in a rut or what I like to describe as sitting uncomfortably in discomfort but not really sure how to get themselves out of it. And quite often we go this through this. You know, we we kind of look at our lives and we say, oh, I feel like I've just been doing the same old, same old, and, and I really need to change. But, you know, it doesn't quite happen. Um, another big one at the moment in particular is feeling the need to change uh, occupations and move into something different or at least in a slightly different direction. Uh, and this will feel like you really want to do something that is more in alignment with who you really are uh, and not just doing things because you feel you have to or because it earns the income or whatever. And you don't have to jump out of one and jump straight into the other. You can slowly move yourself around and over. Another one that I get from clients is they tell me that they feel there's something missing from their lives. You know, a general uneasiness about life, but they can't quite put their finger on it. Or others say that they're feeling a little frustrated because nothing seems to be working out the way it used to. This is a big one. You know, they're trying to do a certain activity in the way that they've always done it, but it just doesn't seem to work anymore. Hmm. That is definitely a sign for change. And another one that I'd like to mention to you is that feeling that you're losing control in your own personal world. This is a big one too. And I know if you're listening to these, it could be one of them that jumps out at you. It could be two or three or it could be the whole lot. 
And I strongly urge you, if that's what's happening and you are relating to this, then it's time for you, as I suggest, step out of your life, take a really good look at it, write a few things down around what's happening and how you're feeling, and then go about working out what changes you need to make to see yourself feeling happy and content and really loving what you do and doing what you love. Uh, Because believe me, we all know when change is happening. It's just that many people have become an expert at pushing it aside or pushing it down or under or anything they can do so that they don't have to face it. And then boom, out of nowhere, um, it seems, life falls apart. And of course, you know, we all understand we're left reeling from from what's happened. And quite often it's, you know, broken relationships, financial adversity, ill health, losing jobs uh, or careers. And, you know, they're usually, they, they can be the sign that change is, there is a need for change, but they can also be the the rubble that you're standing in if you haven't allowed yourself to go through change. Yeah. So, um, the next question that many people ask me is, do we choose change or is it chosen for us? Well, as change is a natural ongoing reality for each of us, I guess this question is answered by saying that it is a little bit of both, really. We always have the opportunity to make a choice. Will we step into the change with excitement and passion? Or will we finally go kicking and screaming as fate and destiny moves things along? Remember I said that before about the universe pushing you into it? (laughs) Yes, the choice is always ours. And, you know, we know from moment to moment we are all making choices from whether we have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea to the monumental choices such as whether we change employment or leave a relationship or go into business for ourselves. Each one of these choices will bring about some type of change that will certainly affect our life. Now, at many points in life, we make excuses for why things don't seem to happen for us as they do for others. And we often stumble through life thinking we don't have the power to change our reality and that we are imprisoned by others who control us. You know, how many times do you hear, will they make us act in a certain way? Will they keep us from becoming all that we can be? They won't let us do what we would really love to do. And as I've said before, my question is just who are they? You know, contrary to this way of thinking and reacting, we have infinite possibilities at our disposal and these treasures are just waiting for us to pick them up and one of those treasures is embracing change. Our imprisonment is really of our own making. They don't keep us there, we do and how do we keep ourselves there? By not having the courage to embrace change. And this is really the truth of the situation. So, yes, we certainly have the ability to choose change. 
But sometimes it's also chosen for us if we can't take that step. <laughs> and now for the all-important question. How do we thrive in the midst of change or how do we cope with change? Now, to do this, I like to explain or I like to use my six L's, yeah, L for um, life, okay? And the first L is looking at change from a whole new perspective. Makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> some see change as scary. I mean, some see it even as terrifying. It's the own unknown that sends them reeling with fear. And these people always seem to look at change as something negative, uh, frightened that they won't be able to cope because they don't have what it takes to venture into something new, frightened that they may fail and look foolish in front of, you know, family or friends, fearful of how the change may affect their relationship or happiness. What if it was the very thing that gave you freedom? Yeah. What if it brought you a brand new life? So coping with change is all about changing your perspective. When you finally turn around and see change as a brand new opportunity, guess what? The fear that you experience will simply disappear to make way for hope and expectation. My next L is letting go of what was what once was. You know the good old days. There is a fundamental universal law that states that once we let go of things, we create a vacuum which must be filled with something else. And you get to decide that something else. Yes, I remember the good old days, but believe me, much of the good old days was anything but good. <laughs> we can live in the past for only so long. Remember, we're part of an ever-expanding universe and we must also grow and expand. I think I'd rather have a say in that expansion rather than let fate and destiny do it for me, wouldn't you? Most definitely. Okay, and lifting our level of consciousness is another one. I've got three more to go, but we're coming into break. So after the break, I'm going to share with you these last three coping strategies and they get better and better. So I don't want you to go away anywhere. I, I want you to really have a listen to the last three because they are ever, ever so important with helping you cope with the change that you are going through at the moment because we're all going through some form of change all the time. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. It's Did you know you can burn as many calories in 45 minutes of yard work as in 30 minutes of aerobics? Yard work is a total body workout consisting of pushing, pulling, lifting, and carrying. Using a push mower alone can burn 300 to 500 calories in an hour. Raking and bagging with a pooking fork, that's a fork often used in gardening, burns about 330 calories per hour. Cleaning and digging with the dibble, that little hand spade, can burn approximately 400 calories an hour. Stay fit by horb gorbling. That's just puttering around the yard. 
to me, a perfect summer day is when the sun is shining, the birds are singing, and the lawnmower is broken. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's words you us use computers and smart devices on a daily basis without giving much thought to the history behind the technology. The first website ever created was dedicated to information about the World Wide Web and went live on August 6, 1991. The first instant message was sent by Ted Leonsis to his wife via American Online in January 1993. It read, don't be scared, it is me, love you and miss you. He later became AOL's vice chairman. The first sentence uttered on Skype was in Estonia in April 2003. As an avid internet spelunker, someone who constantly searches the web but never finds what they're looking for, the internet usually just gives me a case of trichotillomania. That's the irresistible urge to pull one's hair out. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove. Woohoo! I'm back, and you're listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live. And coping with change has been the topic of today's show. Yes, as I've said numerous times, and I'm going to say it again, change is inevitable. But I'm hoping that this series will have helped you to accept it and set, step into change with great optimism. Maybe, yeah, maybe even a little bit of excitement. <laughs> Just maybe. Okay, I've got, as I promised before the break, I've got three um, other practical little steps that you can take, and these are really important. But before we do that, I want to go straight into our meditation for today. Remember the card we had at the beginning on meditation, and I'm going to chat to you a little bit about that after this as well. But we meditation is such such an important part of of uh, daily routine. So right now, let's listen to our song for today, meditation song, and it's called Sunset Sunrise. Here we go. The stars are so far out 
a beautiful meditation song for today, Sunset, Sunrise. And um, I'll follow that with today's note to self, which says, remember today, change is inevitable. When we embrace it fully, we grow wings and fly. And we certainly do. And that song, Sunset, Sunrise, is all about the fact that sometimes we sit for so long in our sunset that we forget to turn around, look at life as from a new perspective and see the change that's possible, that beautiful sunrise, that new beginning. So now we have three L's to finish, don't we, before we get to the end of the show today. So, Geraldine, start talking. (laughs) And the first L is lifting our level of consciousness. Now, this is all about finding our inner gold. When you go after this, you will never, ever fear change again because you'll come to know at a very deep level who you are, why you're here, And this knowledge takes away all types of fear around change. You just simply see it as a natural thing that we all do in this lifetime. So I would suggest you go and find that inner gold within you and get someone to help you if you're not sure how to go about that. Next one is living in the moment. Some people call this mindfulness. I don't care what you call it, but it's all about, it's really about meditation and letting go of all our mind chatter, which is usually focused on what happened in the past or what we want to happen in the future. But it's through meditation that we hear the answers to our questions, um, like, How do we go through this change? What's the change that I need to grab hold of? And what are the steps I can take? All that sort of thing. Meditation helps us to get those answers. And it also allows us to create our dreams because we take the time to get out of the way. We get out of the way by letting go of the anxiety and the worry and the fear and the stress And meditation helps us to tune into our spiritual self to make better and more positive choices in so many situations rather than just running on our usual negative autopilot. So it's a great way to go. And you're simply aiming to give your mind a holiday, feel totally calm and at peace, and allow the universe to create the change without all the hassle. And my last L for today is learning how to laugh. Yes, what's this got to do with it? (laughs) Well, I know that laughing is a wonderful natural vitamin pill for my body. It boosts my immune system, lowers blood pressure, and helps me to look younger and more vibrant. Basically, it makes me so much healthier and happier. But I also know that if I'm laughing, I can't feel negative emotion. And when I laugh, I automatically begin to change my mood. And I begin to change the way I look at change. And I begin to see change as, as something that's joy-filled and something that's good. So... 
you know, I lift my vibration into the place where I attract magical things to bring more happiness into my life. Happy events, happy people, happy circumstances. So laughing is an amazing medicine for body, mind, and spirit. So I don't care what you do <laughs> but fi- or how you do it, but find time to laugh each and every day. It is such a fabulous way to uh, step into change. Okay, but uh, time to visit, uh, time to visit, time to end the show for today, everyone. Thank you to all who listen. I really appreciate it. But uh, until next week, when we have another fabulous shows, a million blessings of happiness and love and peace to you all. And bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not?